We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, we are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week 5 Edition. I am your host, Chris Kirkroyd. Screen name Kirk Dees here with uh, my drunk pal, JSU, who's been drinking nooners on the uh, golf course all day. Uh, JSU Rab from Run Pure Sports, uh, big entrepreneur, multimillionaire, uh, guy wins 100K every week, it seems like, in the DFS space. But what's going on? Uh, also, Bobby Gomes is joining us already. I see a cocktail in his hand. So this is the, the Friday happy hour show this week. So what's going on, fellas? I mean, not much. I, you know, I, I, can't, I can't lie to the people. I was, uh, played 18 today. It was a great day. It was beautiful outside. And uh, yeah, there were some uh, there were some drinks flowing. You know, what what, what can you do? So we, we keep it going on this show. We keep it going and uh, we'll try and pick some winners for the people. Pretty much JSU's hammered. Uh, yeah, so we're ready to go. We all got our happy hour drinks. I think JSU is a nooner. Kirk is a white claw. And I have a Bud Light seltzer, which I don't know. I feel like it's a step down from the other two, but we're just trying to make it work and ready to hit this week five slate, right, Kirk? There's a variety, right, Bob? We got a, variety, a variety of drinks. Yeah, we give yeah, a lot yeah, of different yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah, so uh, first of all, I'm coming off the week from hell. Uh, Yes, my my this parenting stuff is just getting crazier and crazier <laughs> every day. My kid wouldn't shut up. Literally, was just crying all day. I mean, it couldn't stop him. Didn't sleep. Really toughest day we've ever had yet. Not only that, because of that was going on, I got stuck with 150 lineups. I uh, didn't get the uh, edit it and I missed it by like a second. And uh, not only that, it was all locked with uh, Heinz. So and then he goes down with the first play. So I was like, you know, just just bury me. And then uh, I do want to say one one little nice thing though that shout out to the whoever that idiot out there who bought my uh, Matt Ryan uh, legendary rainmaker a couple weeks ago, much appreciated, uh, much appreciated. What a game that was last night, huh? I mean, if you're buying Matt Ryan anything cards, what whatever, I mean, it's it's an issue. He's dust. I mean, he's done. Just put, stick a fork in him. 
let Bobby, who's their backup? You you were talking Nick about Foles, big dick Nick, Nick Foles. I mean, yeah. let big dick Nick just get in there and, and give it a shot because Matt Ryan is not it. The guy's got no arm. How Literally, did he? The guy well, he's just he can't deal with ten yard outs, and it looks like he's putting everything he has into it. it it's tough to watch. Brady looks better under pressure than he does. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, but Brady's getting his full compliment back this week. Well, no, right? but no, I'm saying no, Brady gets rid of but Brady's never under pressure because he gets rid of it. Yeah. But he, when he is under pressure, he looks absolutely terrible. But like yeah. he actually looks better than Matt Ryan does. Also, too, how bad is that offensive line right now? With I mean, the Broncos were consistently rushing four and five and getting pressure on Matt Ryan just consistently on every down. It felt like they were just if they weren't sacking him, they were right in there getting getting in pressure, making him hurry up, you know, hitting him after, you know, the ball was just released. Like they were just all over him and there was nothing they could do. Like they, they just weren't, the, the offensive linemen were getting killed. At some point it's like Matt Ryan's bad, but like that offensive line is terrible and, and doesn't help when your quarterback gets no help from his offensive line. Can we just stop getting sacked out of field goal range? Like he did it three times last night or like four times, Matt Ryan. Just the word. How do you keep him in the game? Like you can't take those sacks there, regardless of the offensive line. I mean, there were a lot of things that some of the quarterbacks in that game should not have done. And Matt Ryan, even though he took some sacks in bad spots, Bobby, he actually still somehow won the game. And there's another quarterback who lost the game and uh, did some really bad things, uh, worse than taking sacks. I mean, Russell Wilson, like seriously, Russell Wilson should have got hooked in that game. He was that bad. Both quarterbacks should have been hooked. They were that bad. But Russell Wilson was so friggin' bad in that game, it's not even funny. That back foot interception he had where he just lobbed it up. I think it was to K.J. Hamler. But it wasn't even close to KJ Hamler, and the safety just like caught it in a basket and then ran with it. Like it was one of the worst decisions ever. And on top of not running it on third and four when there was two and a half minutes left, and they could have just kicked the field goal if they didn't get the first down, and they would have been up six, and they would have won the game because no one scored a touchdown the whole frigging game, and the Colts wouldn't have scored a touchdown on that drive to finish out like it was just so many bad mistakes from not just Russell but the the head coach I mean Hackett should have been fired right after the game it was just awful the fans left they the it was a close game the game went into overtime the fans were leaving like right. how many times you yeah settle down we've spent five I, minutes now on the on uh the tight i mean on the, can't uh, help myself. I, I haven't even Colts. i haven't gotten to talk about this um, <laughs> uh, anyways, so last week was kind of, so I I'm struggling with like trying to balance, like get my lineups ready, all this stuff. So football, I ended up breaking even luckily, but I smashed UFC that night. I told you guys, I put a lot of work in. I gave everybody that winner, that Mike Davis winner. I hope you guys tailed people on the pod. I'll tell you, I'm going to, uh, next week I'll have more plays for you. Um, and in two weeks I'll have some monster plays for you. So Keep listening, and we're going to print some money uh, in UFC. I think it's the one uh, beatable uh, sports betting. You know, you know. I think it's actually beatable, but we'll, we'll see. Well, that's debatable. Um, anyways, how'd you guys do last week in uh, in the NFL streets? 
Yeah, I had a good week. I for me, I didn't play Hawkinson and Jamal Williams and got a little bit more than my money back because I had like 70% penny and was full in on the Chargers, like we talked about. So yeah, I had a good week. Uh how about you, Jesse? Yeah, I had a lot of penny, which kind of saved me because I didn't have really any Hawkinson, which kind of stunk. Um Jamal Williams, I had a ton of too. So yeah, I, I pretty much like broke even around there, but it, you know, it wasn't as big. My guy who hit the Millie. So shout out to my guy who, um, who, who crushed it and obviously shipped it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. I, we were told on, uh, in the comment section, someone was talking about Pickens. We gave out Pickens on the show. I mean, he was 3,800. I, I got a question for you guys. If I give out a dude who's two and a half percent owned in the Millie maker, is that a sneaky play? It's a sneaky play if he breaks forty. Like, what? Do, what? What do you mean? Like, 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 is is that a play? Like, everyone's on, Bob. I don't think it's as important of like giving someone that no one knows as much as it is like giving. No, that's guy. not my question. The comment in in our comment section was he's not a sneaky play. Like everyone knows, he's his favorite target. Yeah. yeah, like if a dude is two and a half percent owned, then he's a good tournament play, and no one's on him. Like that's the point. That that was my point. Like you you, you can't do better than two and a half percent owned at thirty eight hundred, and the guy puts up nineteen. Like you you can't do better than that when you're calling out ownership on a Friday night. Like there's only so much we can do now. The opposite point, Josh Jacobs. Anyone play Josh Jacobs here? Yeah, so he, I had him on cash on Yahoo, but I specifically ah. changed my my tournament exposure to no no Jacobs, and that's I was I was doing great until I wasn't because of that. So I ended up breaking even. Um, Were you, you know, scared when, of the projected ownership too? Because I was. I, I mean, I just it. thought it was. I just I just much. thought I just thought Jacobs at that ownership was a freaking the stupidest play I've ever seen. I just I feel like it. everyone had like the same like thought process on Jacobs. And then he came they in. Like, how, how, how does how he, how do he, he and who ends up five X the field? How do they always smash in that spot? You know, but how does he come in at 6%? Did everyone just have this thought process of like, it I'm not going like to fade Jamal. I'm going to fade, you know, Josh Jacobs. Like that had to have happened. Right. I think it has to do with the fact that everyone has, everyone has like the same idea of what Josh Jacobs is. And like when he hits that breakout game, even though all the numbers said, this is what it, this is what's gonna. This is pretty much every optimal is fitting out Jacobs, regardless what projections he ran. And then like everyone, the sharper players didn't want to play him, and the regulars just didn't feel like they wanted to play him either. So that's what ended up happening. All right. Well, we're gonna say one thing, one last thing about the comment section, and then we're gonna we're gonna snuff that, and we're gonna move keep it moving on to the week. We're just gonna say, you know. Kirk, we got a comment here. It said Kirkwood is awesome. These others are garbage. So let's uh, let's just take that. We don't really have to address. Do we have to address let's, that? No, we don't have to address. We're moving on. Just wanted let's to just say move that, on. That, was, that was sad. That was sad. Oh, I, At least I, I, could nice address, I could address it if we stop want it, to address stop it. it. Stop it. No, no, All no, right. No. So week, week, week five, we got 12 games. Cra- this, this slate is kind of gross, right? We've got no big total games, no 50-point totals. We do have a decent game, at least it looks like on paper with the Eagles minus five in Arizona. You know, the thing that's nice about this, the Eagles op- Eagles are operating on a, on a level. We didn't really expect them to that this early in the season. They're, they're looking great. They've got all the weapons and Arizona has been awful, but they're getting healthier, right? Like they're starting to get, he's starting to have a little bit, you know, at least Rondale Moore is there now. 
which kind of helps this this offense. Um, so this game could be good with a 48.5 point total. We got the Chargers minus two and a half heading to Cleveland, 47.5 point total. We got Atlanta uh, on the road to Tampa, who's 10 point. Is that right? Is it in Tampa? That game, I didn't double check. I think it is right. It's in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. it's in yep. Tampa. Tampa minus was, ten at, at, yeah. at home, uh, forty-six and a half point total. Then there's Pitt at Buffalo. Buffalo minus 14, 46, But at least we do have Josh Allen on the slate. Um, and then uh, you know there's another forty-six point total with uh, Seattle at New Orleans. And then there's just a bunch of games. Interesting thing here is we don't have Lamar. We don't have Mahomes. We don't. And not only that. What does that say about tight end? We don't have Kelsey. We don't have Andrews, right? Like, so um, slimmer pickings at uh, quarterback than usual. Uh, we still have Hurts. We still have uh, Josh Allen. But, you know, that we're just going to be interested to hear your takes on uh, with Josh Allen being a 14-point favorite, you know, in a game that they should be able to mop up against Pitt. Um, so we'll, we'll see there. And then uh, – I don't know what what kind of stand. It just kind of seems gross. We got injury news that's still out there. That like we still have like the the Tyreek and Waddle situation is kind of big, right? Against the Jets, um, there's some other stuff that we're still waiting on. We did get word that Andy Dalton is going to be a quarterback. I wonder if he's going to get much play. Um, but uh, well, how's the slate look to uh, you overall, Bobby? Yeah. So for me, as of right now, like I feel like just tr- what's kind of been trending over these last or first four weeks from the fifth week now um these game stacks have hit they hit week two they hit last week uh in both weeks we didn't have, we only really had one game at a 50 point total and in on this late pretty much we don't have any games at a 50 point total pretty positive uh everything's like 48 and a half so i think a lot of people are going to go to game stacks on a slate where it's really not as necessary based on just how games are broken down. And um, yeah, that's pretty much one of the things that's really standing out. Like I feel like a lot of people are going to try to jam game stacks. And that's that's very, it's like an anomaly almost to get that to happen t- two times in the first four weeks. So uh, Does yeah. Does that make you a little bit perturbed? It makes me a little bit per- perturbed that I, I can't find a quality game stack, yes. <laughs> I think okay, can we talk about can we talk about hoops Millie last week? I think one thing that he did was that was super sharp and I was looking into this was he didn't move when everyone moved off that Detroit in uh just just in terms of like a game sack situation, when everyone moved off those four games, like that Detroit total never moved. So he was fine with playing all that chalk. And then just that game sack ends up going. I get like I thought it was like a super sharp play. I think you can make a case, like if we were talking about game stacks, why in a situation like that where the line moves uh, drastically everywhere else. And I don't know, I feel like it's more for a review show, but I think it, I thought it was very interesting what he did. I'd be interested to hear. So is he using Sabre? You guys know? I he think so, Sabre. yeah. Yeah, he's I'd, using Sabre. That's, that's what he uses. It, it's just, depending on which optimizer you use, it's like hard, you know, you got you to gotta plan – you know, pretty meticulously how to get the, uh, the the bigger game stacks in there with the the ones that you don't want as many of, and just curious which he uses. Uh, I would love, you know, the haters just need to shut up. Like Hoop has been a boss forever in this industry. Like the dude's sitting with like 
he'll sit for any amount of a head-to-head versus anybody, right? Like he's been he's he's been there forever, and the, and the haters just still talk. And every time he's the totally haters dumped on someone, I don't want to bring up. Every time the haters say something, it's like you guys win another million. Somebody else wins another million, you know. So it's like everyone just needs to shut up, so we we could like win, you know. I I just don't know why people don't. I I don't know why people like hate on other touts that actually put their money where their mouth is. Like what about other processes? Hate on people that don't put their money where their mouth is. Actually, don't put their money behind their play. Don't even play. Like these guys don't even play. And then there's like there's like the whole thing. And then there's like team nerd versus like team 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 and team nerd slash I don't watch any games and that makes me so cool because I never I don't even know names of players. It's like shut up against people who, who actually watch sports. There's like, there's a, a nuance there. So yes, projections, nerds, smarts, intelligence, uh, process, that all is very important. But so when you mix, combine that with like good intuition, because you actually follow sports and know sports inside and out, that's where like, that's the, the, the peak in my opinion, personally, I think there's edge for all of it, right? There's edge everywhere. There's edge. You could be someone who just watches sports 24 seven and is not a numbers guy whatsoever and still find like an edge in spots because you know things and you can and, and vice versa. So I don't know. It's and hoop is like embodies all of that. He's, you know, he, he's, he knows about sports and, you know, he's obviously got some good, uh, good process. He's been crushing for as long. I mean, I've looked up to him for as long as I've been in the industry. So I don't think there's been anyone as consistent since 2014 than him. Yeah, he's been playing playing big money for a while now, too. I, I like, remember being at a live final, and one of the DK reps was like, he's the most blocked player that there is in head-to-heads and cash games. And now he's doing it over in GPPs. Like, well, he was always doing GPPs, but, like, take down a milli, it's, it's, it's something else. Yeah, too. well, he recently just started mme like, the yeah. past year and a half. He, had, he hadn't been doing that uh, before. He had just been playing more like – uh, you know, single uh, like like one lineup type stuff and putting in everything, which again, like he's still playing a, a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like again, putting his money where his mouth is. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, so shout out to him. Awesome. That's that's the I, I sent him a DM saying like I just I didn't want all clout chase like everybody else on Twitter. Like oh, you know, besides you guys, like you guys should do that. But like uh, all the other all the other people that come from out of nowhere, like congratulations, my best friend Hoop. I just, you know, I just let him know, like, man, that, I mean, that's, that's the moment right there. That's, that's what every one of us dreams of right there. You know, Bobby's had to, he's already experienced it luckily. And uh, hopefully he'll get to again. Um, All right. All right. Yeah, let's do it. So I'm feeling better. Like I'm going to, like, there's no UFC tomorrow. So I'm, I'm going to be all over it. Like I'm going to be ready. Kirkwood's so, locked in on this. I, I'm not. He, I'm he not going to. I'm going to have no excuses. I'll invite you on my secret Zoom tomorrow night, Kirky. Come on, Zoom. I don't. Why do? Why Zoom? What do I? I got to look at you. You got. Yeah, we, I don't, we talk. We talk game. There's a bunch of us on there. You'll Who's know the on? guy. Who's on there? It's like me, Tambo, Kyle. You know Kyle Dvorak? No. No. There's a couple others. Snyder's on there. Tambo's my boy. Snyder's my boy. Snyder's my boy. What about Mangone? Snyder's the man. man. I love Snyder. There's nothing better than Snyder's soldiers. Those those (laughs) videos, I I love it. He's good. I always always, uh, always shoot. uh, That guy knows his golf, too. Respect. I love Snyder. 
All right, let's go. Let's get down to this this slate. Let's like let's do what we always do. Uh, start it off at running back position. Talk about some of the the chalk plays and then uh, some of our pivots and whatnot. Headed over to QB, which then leads to wide receiver for our stacks. We'll uh, close it out with tight ends. Although actually, no, we close it out with the Bobby Gomes defensive segment. And JSU is now gonna. I guess I I hope you're ready for this. You uh, you were ready. You had one uh, last week. He um, lost last week. That's what you have to remember about last week. I lost? How'd I lose? What do you mean I my lost? My defense 5X and yours 3X. Wow. How many points did the Seahawks have? They, I, I don't they scored remember. a touchdown. Yeah, but that was it. That they were. I was bitching at half. I said, I, 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 I said I'm buried because – I said I'm buried because uh, this Seattle defense couldn't stop Head Chopper or something like that. Kirky was so pissed because yeah, he played like the worst defense. Six. And they and still they, did they still get there? What did I they? Think they got like with? seven points. What did they finish with? Seven points. Yeah, they were twenty three hundred. Dallas got ten. Oh, JSU wins. No, that's, that's how I look at three hundred. That's how I look at it, uh, uh, Kirkwood. I look at it like I won too. Ten to JSU seven. JSU win. Absolutely, winners win. JSU <laughs> won. All right, running backs. Um, no, so this it's kind of crazy to me this week, right? Like it's there's no there's there's no like extremely like must plays here. Like last week was crazy. We had some massive chalk. So this week it's it's all kind of spread out. It seems like to me. Um, differencing of, of opinion. Some places have Jeff Wilson um, to be extremely high owned. Some places don't. Um, we'll we'll see how that. Um, ends up shaking out but i mean i get it with him he's cheap right it's it's a it's a usage thing i mean you he's in his last two weeks 73 percent, 66 percent of the snaps um for the league's fourth uh most run heavy offense in the league carolina has actually been bleed you know getting gashed by rushing um there's they've given up the seven most rushing yards per game um the problem with jeff wilson is he doesn't really catch passes um, there's also Debo there that takes away from him. I mean, you look at like his last three weeks, that, great. He scored 12, 12, and 13 fantasy points. That doesn't seem like a great tournament play to me for upside. He could always break one, but, you know, Car- Carolina overall is a pretty decent defense. So we'll we'll talk about that one. Lenny Fournette is coming in extremely popular. Now that, this is what's crazy to me. So I need, I need you guys to straighten me out on this one. So I get it. He's 6,900, which is eh. – you know, he hasn't really done anything yet. I mean, he's had two 18-point fantasy games. That's that's good, I guess. One of them was last week where he went, had negative three yards rushing, right? He did get there receiving. But the problem is, is that, okay, that was against Kansas City in a game where they were, like, in comeback mode the entire time. This is completely opposite where they should be favorites against Atlanta. So, yeah, maybe he will get more rushing yards, but, like, should some of his passing yards, Yard should be taken away. Plus, the Tampa passing offense is getting healthier, right? Like Godwin is back. He he was there like 83% of the snaps or whatever it was, running routes like every single play. Uh Julio uh didn't manage to make it through with a limited snap share, you know, but you know, so he'll he should pick up even more snaps this week. So they're they're getting healthier. Mike Evans dominated uh last week, but also it's it's who he lost all the snaps to. Like it basically Rashad white had massive involvement in that game. Granted they were like kind of far behind when they did kind of like roll him out, but he looked good. He played well. So 
I'm certainly worried about them potentially heading towards some kind of a running back committee. Um, I don't know if you guys are or not, but if he's chalk and there's that those that those kind of doubts hanging over him, that seems like a fade to me. But um, I'll let you guys speak on that one. Then there's Kamara. Um, you know, doesn't Winston's gone. Uh, he should be healthy. He's 6,600, which is his lowest price since like week nine of 2017. I read, um, you know, the Seattle, uh, is a bad defense, uh, 19th in DVOA versus the run. Uh, they allow the fourth most fantasy points, uh, to running back allowing five and a half receptions per game to running backs. So, uh, if Kamara gets a, full workload and he's healthy, which all indications are that he is. And I don't see Andy Dalton doing a ton of work in this game. Um, then uh, Kamara could be, could be that high upside guy. I like that Dalvin, right? Like if Dalvin stays healthy, gets through this game, this could be a smash spot for Dalvin um, against Chicago there. And then we've got like some other plays we'll, we'll get to, but what do you guys think about those plays and who, or, or am I wrong? Like, who do you guys think will be the chalk this week? I mean, I don't see how Jeff Wilson is 25% owned, but if he is, I definitely not playing him. Like, there's no way you can get me to play 25% owned Jeff Wilson or 20 or whatever he is. Like you said, well, he's going to be Jacob. So then he's going to score like 30. Like, that's a, that's like the thing. But you also have Debo is also a running back there, right? You also have the fact that Debo can easily steal you know, uh, or leverage him, you know, obviously in score. Dude, I'm team in the Debo every game. I'm team Debo yeah. every game. So I think if you're worried about fading Jeff Wilson, like you think they're going to score points, you think they're going to get him on the ground, play Debo. Just just instead of playing Jeff Wilson, play Debo. I know there's a price difference, but you want someone to kind of take away from Jeff Wilson. And that guy to me is clearly Debo Samuel. Um, maybe – you want to go to George Kittle, who's another like leverage play, I guess, at tight end, who was terrible last week. But do they need him to block as much this week? Who knows? So maybe you. But you want to know the thing about him? He wasn't yeah, actually blocking last week, so he was actually out there for all the routes. So it was like a good sign in the right direction. And he's getting coach speak too. So like he he made one of the most important blocks, I think, on that Debo play, didn't he? I, I, he's a, he's an insane blocker. There's a reason why he blocks though a lot. Like oh, he's sure. really good at the it. The blocks Jeff, on that play were insane too. It, they were yeah. insane. De- no, I but mean, Debo, Debo was all Debo just juked Ramsey. It was it was amazing. Ramsey, that was he did, but he his beat team is good. Every time he plays, like I feel like something he's getting burned or he's I don't know. Debo is a grown grown ass man, is the way I look at that. But what'd you say? I'm I'm with you. Debo, Debo? is. Yeah, oh, I love Debo. But so the point with these running backs, Leonard Fournette, 60, 40, almost uh, 37.5% for Rashad White. Like to me, even in the game where they're trailing against the Chiefs, they're giving Rashad White 37.5% of the work. That tells me that they're kind of looking at it from a long term perspective with Leonard Fournette. Okay, we're going to get to the playoffs. We don't need to run him into the ground now. We need him for week 16, 17, 18. We need him for the playoffs, right? We're not going to run him into the ground. This kid, White, he's capable. And we saw it, right? He is capable. He can catch passes. Like, he can do what uh, Brady wants him to do or needs him to do 
to keep them in the game. And against Atlanta, what if they're up, right? So then the question becomes, if they get up, does the snap percentage go down even further for Lenny? I don't know. You know what I mean? But it does feel like, to me, they are going to be more kind of on the cautious side of, we can't run our guys into the ground, especially Leonard Fournette. We need to make sure he's there come playoff time. And, and so I'm going to fade Lenny for sure. I, I don't I don't mind. Again, play the passing game, right? Play the passing route or even play white. I mean, you could play white uh, in Millie Maker formats. Like you could definitely play him um, and hope maybe he steals, uh, uh, you know, a touchdown from Lenny or something like that. We saw it last week. It could easily happen again. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think there are so many other paths you can go. I'm definitely fading Jeff Wilson. I'm definitely fading Lenny. I like spending down at running back because I want to play these wide receiver studs. But at the same time, I'm not playing 20-something percent Leonard Fournette or Jeff Wilson with the circumstances that Lenny's in with the split being kind of more of a risk factor for him and White. And then uh, Jeff Wilson being Jeff Wilson. Like, this isn't a showdown slate. I, I want upside. Jeff Wilson, if Jeff Wilson gets me 18, I feel like he, he's close to his ceiling right there. Like, 18 to 20. So, like, him getting 15 or 12, fine. Have it. I'll play Brees Hall who can get me friggin' 25, I, I think, has, has a massive ceiling. And his role is growing at a similar price. I'll play Ramondre Stevenson, who's in a great matchup. And his role is growing, uh, right? I'm going to play these type of guys. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let people hopefully play him. I hope he's 20-something percent because in tournaments, there, I'm definitely fading. Is there an easier bet than the Pats this week? I don't care if it's I love Zappi. the Pats running game. I, I, yeah. I love the Pats I mean, running game. All they have to do is just feed uh, Harris and, and Ramondre all game, and they, they should. What stinks for D.S. Kirkwood is – you know, we all know when we play one of these guys, like yeah, the there's still two. No, but there's still two guys. Like it's not like it's one and the other. Like Damian Harris could easily steal the touchdowns. Like that's the the sucky well, thing. Well, I mean, that's why I'm saying I'm just going to drive to New Hampshire and hammer the Pats tomorrow with Goff in his first outdoor. Why game. Why don't we do that tonight uh, after the show, Kirkwood? Take Maybe. the under in that game, Kirkwood. Because because we under. don't we don't drink and drive, Bobby. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. Come on, Bobby. You're better than that. You should. I didn't even think of that. I forgot we were boozing. Um, what do you what do you uh, Ramondre so or Harris are going to crush? But what do you what do you what are you thinking, Bobby? Yeah, I think I think JSU did a really good job of breaking out down the outs for Jeff Wilson. I do think Jeff Wilson has a ceiling game. I just don't know if. Like, it's really this week, and there are guys in that range that you can kind of fade him with. Lenny and Rashad White, I think, is very interesting because I think Rashad White played as much as he did because in that trailing game script, I don't know if – I think they've been looking for a back to kind of in, – in Rashad White's kind of like elk that can basically catch the ball in space. Like, obviously, Levy's, Lenny's been used in that situation. But Lenny's kind of like a bigger guy. Like, I feel like they would much rather like a scat back – type to kind of be the guy catching passes. The problem I mean, is, is that white looked good, right? Like, so how do they not, how do they not at least, you know, increase him a little bit, you know, going forward? Yeah, no, I get it. I'm just, I just think the game script for it, it might not be um, the best situation to play him. 
I also think Godwin, the the one thing I will say, like I feel like would, the game trip would more um, be more of a Lenny game. But the other issue is Godwin is going to eat up a lot of those like short chunk passes. So maybe that takes away from Lenny stealing. I don't I don't hate Lenny. Like he's, I think I'd much rather fade Jeff Wilson. Uh, two guys that I'd be, have interest in, like as off the board plays, James Robinson going against the uh, Houston Texans defense. It's like third in the league, giving up fantasy points to running backs through the first five weeks. Um, and also CMC got to get going on the other side of that San Fran game, right? Like eventually CMC is going to have a breakout game. He's 8-5. If there are outs for Lenny, like if, the, if Rashad White does get run, if Godwin does catch it, like be as involved as he was last week, Maybe the ceiling isn't there, and we all know the ceiling that CMC has. Um, so I don't mind paying up to 8-5, and a lot of people are going in other directions. I didn't even talk about I, – I forgot to mention my, uh, my, how I always start the show with the blitz most plays. And uh, I can't believe no, – can, The Carolina runs 50 – I know they run a very low amount of plays. I know. No, I'm just saying I can't believe I forgot that because I'm looking at one game and I'm looking at one back that what like we haven't even mentioned yet, but he should be a no-brainer. Uh, Damian Pierce, you know, against against the Jags on the other side. I know you 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 just mentioned the uh, uh, James Robinson, but I mean Pierce looked freaking ridiculous last week. I think he's gonna. I think Pierce is gonna be pretty chalky. I think he'll get some ownership for sure. And on top of it, I'm with Bob. Like I would play the Jacksonville running back, like James Robinson, or I even drive CTN. I like him, but I would play James Robinson over Pierce. I think you're paying also like, I don't want to say his, like I think his price tag at 6,200 is a fair price tag, but I think you missed the boat on him the last couple weeks. Right, right. We talked him up the last couple weeks. Like we were on Pierce at the beginning when he was like 5,200, 5,500. Now he's at 6,200. He's hanging out. Like that's the price range where I'm going to start to get out and say, okay, I got him when he was cheap. I got him in good matchups. I'm going to stay away from him now. He, he has looked good. I don't, I don't disagree with you. It's just he's going to get ownership. He's at a, a higher price tag now. Um, my question is Alvin Kamara. He's the one I have the hardest. I'm not struggling with these other running backs from that are chalk, like that I want to fade. Like I'll fade these guys. Alvin Kamara is the hardest one for me because I told myself before the year started, I'm just going to play running backs against Seattle all year. I'm not going to not play running backs against Seattle. They're going to be bad all year. Just in general, defensively, they're going to be bad. I, I think it's a good spot, but man, I don't like how he's looked. He's coming off injury. How does how do they use him? Right? Like, is he going to be like the workhorse? I don't think so. They like Mark Ingram. So what what are we doing with Ingram, dude? How can uh, you or, like sorry, Mark Kamara. Ingram? Uh, I'm going to play him personally, but I just want to make one last point about. Uh, I mean. With Pierce, not only did he look, has he looked ridiculous? I think he's just really good and gonna be good. But we just watched Miles Sanders just absolutely nuke this Jags run D. So uh, I'm definitely still interested. But uh, with Kamara, I'm playing him. Like I said, this is the lowest price ever since 2017, Week Nine. Um, reports are that he's actually healthy. Um, so I mean, 
Ingram is so old and, and dusty that I, I, how can you, how can, and, and then there's, I mean, this whole squad is kind of dust. I mean, I, I don't really feel good about their quarterback play for sure, but Andy Dalton, but you got to figure that Kamara would be the offensive option, but I, I don't know. I, I, but going down with a 6,600 Alvin Kamara for chasing that upside, I don't, like it's not bad, no matter you know what I mean. Like, if my I, issue if with I, if, if Kamara, I lose, though, I lose. His upside was a lot of times he got the passing game mixed with the running game, or he got, has multiple rushing touchdowns. That's where we always saw that like upside was like, yeah, but Dalton get the check down. Dalton, Dalton, yeah, Dalton's Dalton. gonna. It's not James. Dalton right? will check down. That that is the good thing. Dalton will check down. I just don't it's, know if he gets the volume off that injury. But, but Mike I think Thompson's he's the chalk too, back. Right? I would. I think I think he's the chalk back though. I would most be comfortable with if I have to pick one. Is Mike Thomas out? I think Mike, you take, Mike Thomas is also out. So there's. I mean, if Jameis of, is out, he's probably yeah, out. Yeah, Michael Michael Thomas is out. Michael Thomas is out. So there there is room for now. You have the new quarterback who likes to check down on Dalton, and you're taking away the target share of Thomas. So I feel like Kamara is probably at home in the dome. Up. Like yeah, at like, home. Like if dome. I if I lose because of Kamara, okay, so be it. Like I'm this play seems so much better to me than all the others. I think that too. Now now that like I think about it, and now we know Thomas is out, and obviously Dalton's starting. I think Kamara is a very good play. Yeah, I think Kirkwood said it best. I think he, out of all the chalk pieces, I think he's the one I, I would be most comfortable with if I was playing uh, anyone. It would be him. I mean, then there's then there's um, I mean, you could play like Devin Singletary kind of in that range. Eckler, they don't. Nukes. They don't want to play anyone else. They want to play Devin Singletary. Yeah, they like definitely he fumbled. Want to. They gave Zach Moss a chance. Then James Cook came in for a few plays. But then Singletary was right back in there. They they definitely trust him the most. I just think if it's the Steelers and they get up big early, it, it could be a spot where Singletary loses some work just because they're up and they don't want to run to the ground. But if you think that game's close in any way, you think Pittsburgh can hang in, I definitely think Singletary's a great play. This could also be the uh, Mostert game, uh, 5K against the Jets. Um, we haven't talked about uh, – Montgomery is probably going to be out again, I think, right? Let me double check. Me I would think it. so, right? Yeah, let me just double check. Um, questionable. Well, it looks like he might be giving a – he's on the optimistic side of questionable. He, All right, so I, I swear we'll that injury see. looked so much worse than it is if he comes back after just a week, pretty much. That he's a tough dude. I I remember him doing this uh, either last year or the year before. He did this where I thought like his season was over, and then and it looked like it on the field, and then he came back after a week. Like that dude's a tough, tough man. Tough dude. He is. <laughs> um, All right, there's uh. I mean, let's go through the list. Austin Eckler, I mean, finally had his massive breakout game against uh, the Texans, which we kind of saw coming. Um, now gets Cleveland. There's that way. There's also the other side of this game, the, the Cleveland backs. There's Chubb and there's Hunt. I don't know. Any interest there for you for you guys? I don't know. Bobby, are you spending I think you can make a case. What would you say? Are you spending up at running back? I don't know. Like, I, I – 
honestly, like I, I like CMC, but I do think paying down like these Pats backs and then James Robinson isn't the worst idea. Nick Chubb though versus uh, Chargers like front, I I could see that being pretty interesting. I think he's the guy that like for tournaments he's gonna be low owned. He's always low owned. And no one wants to pay eight K. I mean, on FanDuel, his price tag is outrageous. It's like 9400 or something like that. Like, no one's playing this dude. And he could easily run all over the Chargers. I, I, think, I think if I'm spending up, it's him. Yeah, I think that's a really good call. I, 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 mean, I mean, he's got at least 20 touches in every game. Um, Certainly a good, good matchup for him in a game there where – who who uh Thorman over at uh ETR likes this game to play up and pace the Chargers at at the Browns so um yeah this could this could be a good spot for him I think actually I think this is a great spot to play Nick Chubb you know I don't think he's going to get oh what's his ownership what are you guys seeing for projected owner I'm seeing like five percent under five percent yeah yeah under five percent yeah they're I just at don't home. know how people can stomach that price tag. Yeah, it's tough, especially when he doesn't get you know much passing game work. That's what I mean. And like ninety four hundred on Fanduel, but he has. But I'll take his thirty two point fantasy points that he put up against the Jets. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, of course you would take that three you, t- three tutties. If you told me getting you know twenty five plus, I'm playing him here on this slate. Like it definitely for sure. Um, I mean, the upside is there for sure. If he breaks off a couple of those, I mean, it's, it's, it's always the play. Like he's not the math play ever because he doesn't get the passing game work, but he's, he's a football guy play, right? Like he's a guy who can, who can break an 80 yard touchdown run and smash a slate. He's a Derek. He's another Derek Henry. I mean, that's what it is. But the difference between him and Derek Henry is Derek Henry gets all of the valuable touches in and around the goal line. Nick Chubb, does all this production and he doesn't get all the valuable touches at the, think of how crazy that is. Like he he could have such a better year if, if there wasn't for that, like if he was in a Derrick Henry role, he could literally be the best running back in football fantasy wise. Like that's how good of a running back he is that he doesn't get that. And he still is one of the top guys. Like, but that's why the best runner in all of football. But and, like, and that's why we get a, we get a 32 point fantasy point upside for under 5%. You know what I mean? Like if, if we yeah. get the right, yeah, if we get the right game out of him, he smashes and nobody has him. And we, you know, it's like, of course I played some Nick Chubb, you know? Yeah. I'm not playing any of these other uh, top tier running backs. I'm sold. It's just Nick Chubb for me. Bobby, give your uh, McCaffrey pitch. I just think he's going to get it going. I, I like the Chubb call, though, and Kamara. Like, those were got McCaffrey was the first one I gravitated to just because, I don't know, like, when's CMC going to be CMC? I feel like they need to get a win. They're playing San Fran. No one's going to play him versus San Fran on the island game. San Fran's D looked great the other night versus the run, but CMC, and if he is involved in the passing game and if he has that breakout game, if there's anyone that can do it for San Francisco, it's CMC. So but Baker Mayfield just sucks. He's so bad though. Yeah, that's it's tough swallowing like the fact that he's I mean, he just him. brings everyone down. It's just like I don't know why he's still the starter there. Like I I they it's another coaches are way too lenient with letting these guys have the leash that they have. 
All right, we got any more plays? Any 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 anyone out there that kind of? I mean, I definitely like the running backs in the Miami uh, Jets game. I, I think Brees Hall on one side is a, a really good play, and it, it, all of his work is going up. All the valuable touches he's getting in and around the goal line, pretty much. I, I think that's going to just keep continuing upwards. I don't know if he's going to get more work, but. He outsnaps, I think, 65 to like 40-ish for Michael Carter. So he's clearly becoming the number one guy. And uh, I like that game. I like that game for points. Like, I hate Zach Wilson, but I just think there's points in that game. I think Teddy Bridgewater, as long as his weapons are there, like, obviously, I'm assuming that Tyreek Hill and or Waddle do play. But if his weapons are there... I do think there's points in this game, and I do think we can play some of these, like uh, you know, guys like Brees Hall. I'm not saying you got to play Teddy or you got to play Zach Wilson. I'm just saying, like, I think some of these guys like Brees Hall, Tyreek, maybe Garrett Wilson or Elijah Moore, you know, some someone like that. I think they're in play with uh, these two defenses and teams. I just see points. If um, if Tyreek is out. And I don't like the coach speak already because they they basically said they're not giving uh, the Jets any uh, any advantage to information of whether he's going to Tyreek's going to play or not. Um, is Waddle just an absolute smash, or vice versa? If Waddle's out, is Hill an absolute smash, or does it like does it kind of hurt them? Big, you could just key in on 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 them. I, I think Jets secondary is very bad. I think they're tough to key in on too. Like they're the offense is just designed to get them the football in space. And all like you they, throw Chase Edmonds out there. It's the throw Chase Edmonds out there. There's another another option for them that makes it tougher. It, it honestly though, Kirkwood, it does feel like one of these guys might sit. I think Tyreek's my the way I, the way that they're talking. It made me think that Tyreek is going to be out. JSU, do you think it'll be Michael Carter if they're trailing? Instead of Brees, I don't know. I haven't watched that. I'm just wondering. No, I think it's Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall is the guy. I think he's going to get all the touch, like especially the valuable touches, the touches in and around the goal line. I think he's the the dude. He he's going to be the one they want. Michael Carter is good. He's just, I think Brees Hall is just better, and I think they want him to be the guy. All right, um, are we good at running back? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on over to QB. So, like I said earlier, start the show. QB, we don't have Lamar. We don't have Mahomes. We do have Josh Allen for 8,200. Problem is he's a 14. I mean, it, it's they, they should put up points. He should, you know, have his way whenever he's out on the field. It's just how much do they have their foot on the gas? This one is 14-point favorites um, at home. Um we also have Jalen Hurts for 8,100 um, at Arizona. I like this game. Arizona 28th DVOA versus the pass. I just have a feeling that Arizona is going to play better in this spot this week. I think another week with like just getting a little healthier, having somewhat of their, their weapons back. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm waiting for Kyler to, to do something. Maybe, you know, and I'm sick of the short shaming. Quite frankly, there's a lot of short shamers out there that love to pile on uh, Kyler. So I'm rooting for him. Um, but, uh, other than that, Tom Brady is super cheap against Atlanta at six K, um, you know, 17th DVOA versus the pass Atlanta uses a lot of zone. Uh, Brady has always picked apart zones. It's just the, the perfect D for him. Um, 
their weapons, full full complement of weapons now with Godwin back um, and Julio back um, getting healthier. So Evans looked great. So, you know, it should be all systems to go here for, for Tom Brady. Um, they did have a large increase in pass rate over expectation in their last week, and that just makes sense with the weapons that they have, right? Like, I mean, he's been trying to do it with, like, Rashad Perryman and uh, uh, an injured Russell Gage. It's like now they now they finally have uh, some weapons at his disposal. Plus, uh, like we said, White's looked good as a passing back, and uh, he's always used Lenny in the passing game. So I think it makes a lot of sense for 6K and getting that savings. Um, now, other than that, then it gets a little dicey. We got like a bunch of options. We got Trevor Lawrence, who I think is going to have an absolute bounce back game this week. I think it was just an awful game last week in the terrible conditions, weather conditions and whatnot. But I like this, uh, Jags Houston game. I think it's going to, there's going to be a lot of points in this one. And uh, I think he's definitely bouncing back here. Then there's like, I've seen some people are giving Teddy Bridgewater love. I know the blitz is given, um, Geno Smith love. Um, Andy Dalton is getting some people are talking about. I don't know. Like, there's just a bunch of names here. Um, what are you guys thinking at QB? Yeah, you hit on Lawrence. I think Lawrence is in a great spot to bounce back. Christian Kirk, I like that stack a ton. Um, one of the big things about this slate is the game stacking. I don't think there's a lot of opportunity to really game stack. I think a lot of people are going to game stack. That being said, like Tom Brady, like I have, I don't want to run him back, like his stacks back with like a Drake London. I think that's going to be super popular. Not that I don't think it's bad, but I think I'd rather just play like a secondary of Godwin in London or play like, I don't know, just differentiate it. And if I do play Tom, like I'm not just by different, I wouldn't be playing one of those Falcons on the run back. Um, at quarterback, like Josh Allen versus Pittsburgh, I think he's in a, like you wonder how that's going to be kind of attacked. Like I feel like they're they're such strong favorites that I don't know he he might not be able to hit that ceiling. So I don't know. You hit on Kyler, and the issue with that game is like two running quarterbacks. You're gonna it's tough to like stack up that situation. But like playing the Kyler side and then having AJ Brown as the run back isn't the worst play, right? Like you play Kyler and Hurts or Kyler and Rondale. Rondale seen an uptick in his uh, or Hollywood. Hollywood. Or Hollywood, yeah, for that matter. And then have A.J. Brown as the guy that you're bringing it back with. I don't hate that stack. So that that's basically what I'm looking at for quarterback is uh, that that game and um, the Trevor Lawrence game. That reminded me of something. JSU, do you think we ran so bad with our uh, Najee Harris last week when they – once I knew we were dead once they – once Pickett came in. I mean, he – the whole point about playing Najee was that he was going to fall into the end zone, right? And well, then- I, I think too one of the things that we have to look at is even before Kenny Pickett came in, oh, he sucked. God, he was terrible. And yeah, let me tell you guys yeah, something about Najee Harris. No, we we did say that. Like I knew a lot of research. We, on we both said like he's um he's I hate Najee Harris before I made the made the announcement that I was going to play Najee Harris. I hate him. I think he's terrible. But the whole point was, I was like, I'm positive he's going to fall into the end zone. See, I don't think he's times. terrible. I think the offensive line is just terrible. How many times did we see Najee get behind like a pulling guard in the middle and literally just get stopped and he ends up pushing the guy like 
to try and get out of his way so he can hit a hole and there's just nothing because the guy's in his way. Like it happens so many times. The line just gets no movement. They, they just literally, there's nothing for Najee. I don't think it's Najee's like not talented. I, I think it's more just the offensive line play is bad. Then obviously Kenny Pickett steals the two touchdowns towards the goal line. And so that right there is dead. I think we just have to accept the L. Najee was a bad play. Did we run bad? We lost a one-yard touchdown. Even if he gets one of those, even if he gets one of those, he's still not a good play at his price tag. Not in tournaments. I've been doing a lot of research on Najee. Big deep dive. And what I've come up with is uh, he sucks. So don't play Najee. No. I don't. Matt Wiley, friend of the show. The offensive line sucks, Bobby. Come on. Matt Wiley, friend of the show. Whenever we talk plays or whatever, and he thinks one's like kind of outlandish, he'll send him. I've been doing this big deep dive. And then he blurs out the word and he's like, he sucks. (laughs) Like via text. It's funny. So yeah, you stole something no from your friend. So you just stole something from your friend and admitted it on the show. Come I, on, Bob. It's just I it's good content, right? It is good content. I, I will say that, but it's not your content. It's you gotta it's you gotta come with your own spin, Bob. That's the key. You gotta have your own spin-off on it, right? Kirk, I know I couldn't can't. do it on the show because I can't like show via text. Like, let me tell you guys something about Najee and send like the <laughs> message blurred. So you guys can read it, and then it says he sucks. You got to do it. All right. Then, you got to if you're going to copy it, you got to own it and act like act like it's yours. You know <laughs> exactly. I mean? And then you can give him a. I shout gave him out the credit. The I gave him the credit. You know what? It's tough enough. It's to a good to make one. Are you guys? Anyone going down to this poker cheating? Anyone see the poker cheating stuff on Twitter or whatever? I, I can't. I can't even comment on it. I don't know enough. I'm. I think one of the catalysts for why that blew up is because of the chest cheating, where the guy was using like anal beads and stuff. Did you guys uh, I mean, hear about that? That's yeah, like been, that's been like a big. I mean, what do you think, moments. Kirkwood? Was it cheating for sure? I no. I thought so. I, I was in the camp of no cheating. That, um, but now I'm. I don't know. It's just so crazy. I don't know what to think, and I I can't keep up with it. There's just too much going on. So, so my you're initial in the camp of just like not sharp. Like my initial just, my initial reaction was just like this is not cheating. It's like she's a rich girl. She probably misread her hand, or she wanted to muck. And she, but I didn't know all the background information and stuff. Um, and I didn't spend you know hours and hours every day watching uh, Joe Ingram pods and. And uh, I was gonna say Doug some dudes Pots. are going real deep yeah, no, into this all, like, they're, all day. They, they, they don't stop yeah. talking about it. Yeah, it's it's yep. crazy. But we'll see. We'll see. It's it's kind of crazy now today. As of today, there's been a lot of stuff. But I, like right, I said, so I, I got a crying quarterback. Bait. Back the quarterback because we'll, we'll, this show will go two hours if you go down a poker rabbit hole that we cannot yeah. we cannot handle right now. So for a quarterback, one. I got two disagreements with Kirkwood, but I'll start with before I get to the quarterback. I, I don't like the Arizona game. You you like the Arizona game? I, I am totally against This game is going to be popular. I don't like it. I don't like peace. I, I like the Philadelphia side. I think this game ends 30 to 10. I think Kyler gets smacked around by one of the best defenses in football in the Eagles. And I think the Cardinals are just bad. And I think, you know, the fact that this game is going to be popular, I'm very happy that it's going to be popular. The, so here, so let me, let me count a lot that. of high totals. 
and everyone's gravitating to this game. And I think the totals come down a little bit, not a ton, but a little bit. And I, I think the Eagles just win 30 to 10. It's going to be as simple as that. You can play an Eagle if you want, but I don't like this game for fantasy. I'm not full game stacking it. Like, like Bobby was talking about how people are wanting to after seeing the winners of the last couple of weeks, I'm definitely not on this game. I don't know if Bobby well, has a 30, 30, 30 points from it's, the Eagles, then you probably want at least an Eagle somewhere. You know? I think I can say what you, I get, yeah, what but I don't want at. an Arizona. Yeah. I don't I, want Arizona. Cause yeah, Kyler right. could be that guy getting all the touchdowns on the Arizona side. Like, why would you run it back? Like, I feel like you'd stack Hertz and AJ Brown fine, but you run into difficulties if it's pretty much Kyler getting all the touchdowns on the run back. So I don't even bother running it back. If you do run a back play the Kyler side and run back AJ Brown. But the point though is like the game stacks that have went off recently, right? There, there's two that stick out. There's last week with uh, Detroit Seattle and there was the Miami and uh, Baltimore game, right? A few weeks ago. Those two I, I, and I'm an idiot. I kind of thought that Detroit game was going to bust. I kind of thought, but. But but my point is, is both sides went crazy, right? 30 to yeah. 10 is not a game where you're going to be like, damn, I needed both uh, either side of this game. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a game where you're like, damn it, I didn't play it. You're, you're fine. You know, it, you, you don't need to play a Philadelphia uh, guy on this massive slate just because they score 30 points. You, you can. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying it's not a, a must. Uh, my point is people are going to play this game and I don't like it for fantasy. I think people think there's going to be a ton of scoring. I don't get it. I don't know why people are trusting the Cardinals uh, against this really good defense in the Eagles. I know the total is one of the higher totals, but man, I just, I, I don't see it. I'm just going to go with what I'm seeing on the field. And what I'm seeing is I think the Eagles just put it on them. And then they, then, then they do what they've done re- recently, which is, kind of just slow down in the second half on in multiple games this year. They've, they've crushed teams in the first half and then hit the brakes in the second half and just coast. I think that's the game we see. So I, I, my opinion, and I may be wrong is I'm just looking for what I want to happen. So I, I look at Arizona and I think they've, they've struggled and rightfully so. I think they're not as bad as people are piling on. I mean, you can't blame him. He's had no weapons whatsoever. So it, they haven't had the easiest schedule either. They played KC. They won, even though they did nothing in the first half. They came back and won the se- in the second half against against the, the Raiders. They played the Rams following that. They lost. They looked horrible. Um, and they squeaked out a win 26 points against Carolina, where they showed some signs of improvement. You know, at least he had some weapons with Rondale back. You know, like I think you need he needs at least two competent receivers, and I think I think Hollywood and uh, and Rondale Moore give him that. I think Ertz is Ertz, whatever. At least you know maybe we'll get a little uptick with Ertz revenge in this one. And I think their defense is terrible. I think it's only he's gonna have to start running right. And what did he do last week? He ran for twelve attempts. He only got twenty six yards. But he ran 12 attempts. So that's so that's like huge for me for Kyler. Kyler wasn't running. He didn't run in the first three games. So w- could this game bust? And could it be 30 to 10 like you're saying? Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. But I also think it, it could end up shooting out. And it's in Arizona. 
you know, it's 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 a game for Philly on the road. It could be kind of like you know, Philly Philly is a good defense, but it could, they could let down, and Arizona could be coming into their own a little bit. So, and there's a lot of good pieces in this game. I think Goddard is an awesome play for tight end. On uh, I think AJ Brown is an awesome play. Um, I just hope Kyler runs, and if Kyler starts running and they and 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 gets this offense moving, then uh, this game could be good. I do. I, you know, the games that shoot out, what's the most likely game for me in my head that's going to like shoot out and be like this Detroit game? I don't think any game will be like the Detroit game, but the closest thing that we have, I think it would probably be this Jacksonville Houston game, in my opinion. I, I don't know what it, what's like, what do you, what do you guys think? What would be your number one like game that would shoot out both sides? I'm with you. I like the Jacksonville Houston game. I think that game's easier to stack up. Even with the Kyler side, like you still have to worry about Hurts scoring the touchdowns, not A.J. Brown or Goddard. I just feel like those guys have a better chance to – those ancillary weapons have a better chance to score than Kyler's ancillary weapons on the run if you were doing a Hurts run back. But you, I think you make a really good point, like going to um, Jacksonville side, Christian Kirk, you're running back with Cooks, James Robinson's there. Like there's a – Damian Pierce. I, I think it's a very good game to attack. Not a full game sack, but just like – a uh, stack and a run back pretty much. Uh, if I had to pick a game, it stinks because I would have definitely picked the Miami game if if I knew that guys were going to be in, like Tyreek and Waddle. Forget about Tua. I, I knew he wasn't going to play, but Tyreek and Waddle, if they were definitely in, I would probably say that game. But not knowing that, honestly, I think Pittsburgh – I don't think they win. I think they hang in with Buffalo. I think there's points. I think Kenny Pickett is going to be very aggressive. I, I think he's going to make some mistakes, but I think it's going to be similar to the dude is going to play from behind the entire game. So yeah, he can throw two picks, three picks, whatever. He had 15 points. He played a half or something like that last game. And he had 15 fantasy points and threw three picks. He's going to play aggressive from behind all this game, I want that type of fantasy quarterback. I think the Steelers can actually like hang around too. So I think that's the one that to me could end up being the highest scoring game. I know everyone thinks Buffalo is going to be the highest scoring side, but I don't think people think Pittsburgh is going to be able to score as much to keep this thing interesting. And honestly, I think they could, I think they could somewhat hang around. If you play the picket side, the target share on the Bills is going to be extremely condensed because you're taking away Crowder. Uh, Knox isn't going to be there. So it's going to be Diggs, Davis, and Isaiah McKenzie. So there's good runbacks there, obviously, tied to Josh Allen, too. Isn't McKenzie I banged think, up? I think yeah, McKenzie's playing. He is banged up. I don't know if he's going to play. I know is he, he had the con- Is he not playing? Well, he had the concussion. He was in concussion protocol. I don't know what that – they have him listed as – questionable so. still working his way through it said uh was a limited participant in practice friday giving there's also a tight end now that quentin morris or whatever when not you don't you take Knox out i think he's yeah he's 2600 or something like that because no yeah. knocks i so i i think the pittsburgh side's kind of easy too pickens fryer move i mean kenny pickett's gonna target fryer move he was getting a lot of love um so was pickens I think, to me, those are the two clear options I want. I mean, Chase Claypool is a complete aftermath thought now. Like, I don't even think about him when I'm thinking about Pittsburgh. He is so bad. 
He's awful. Like he just he he just looks like he doesn't care on the field, like playing. He literally looks like he just whatever. He's just he's fine. For for me though, I, I think it's a simple stack. You play pick it with either Pickens or Frymuth or both, and you, you know that's that. It's a nice cheap stack. You can run it back with Diggs, Gabe Davis, whoever you want. I like that call. I, I really like that call. I think also you're pretty much like you're playing into a situation. Like you played Deontay in that situation also. He fits the scoring. He busted last week. For I feel like Deontay was like the cash game players. Like they all wanted to jam in um, Deontay Johnson last week. And, and, and what's funny, Bob, is no one, no one will want to play these guys this week, but I, I'm telling you, you can almost guarantee they're going to play from behind the entire time. Yeah. So what's that mean? It means there's going to be volume. Even if you don't want to play picket, right, there's going to be volume. I think Steelers are very much in play, and I don't think they're going to get as much love. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I like that call. I'll give it a maybe. I'll, I'll, to, I'll, I gotta get I'll my need, food. I'll, I'll need to be talking. I need to be persuaded. What do you have for food? What you order? The munchies. You're the drunk munchies now. What'd you order? I I, I haven't ate all day. I, What'd you I, just I tell us food. what you ordered? I, so I, I, on Fridays is my, my cheat day. I got a Buffalo chicken sub. It's my favorite. I get it from this, uh, from, uh, AJ's pizza, which is like five minutes down the road. I got a Buffalo chicken sub and fries. It's, uh, it's my favorite time of the day. Go get and it. Reggie get, just heard it. Yeah, go, get it. <laughs> go get it. Sounds good. What are we doing? Kirky? I might order next. I want to hear Regina. Um, Santapio's. Right. Yeah, I just had that. You know what's um, a really good Santapio's piece of the sausage is the sausage uh sausage uh garlic uh hot sausage soup. garlic, yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. All right. Uh we'll just we'll just kill quarterback here. Uh any other plays you you're considering? I mean, we didn't really talk about anyone else. There's like Herbert in the uh, Cleveland game. There's uh I mean I don't know. I, I'm all set with Kirk Cousins, but I have Jeff- no, I feel like quarterback is very thin this week. Um, I would agree. Like, what are people going to try to play Bridgewater? Like, good luck. I get Bob, that's way. that's my point though. With like Pickett, like I think you can take chances. I mean, Geno Smith's going to be. I don't like Geno Smith either. And this, you spot, got the sub like, there. Is the sub there? Can we no, see the I sub? I, can I we get the, the sub a grade. I just want to look at it. Give- I just want to see what it looks like. <laughs> we give it a live grade. Take a bite out of it. All right. After we Do finish quarterback, can we finish quarterback and then I'll go you at least got to take a end? bite while you got to take a bite while we're talking. At the end of the show, we'll take a bite. We'll right. take a nice bite. All right. Let's move it on over to wide receiver, unless you guys got someone you really want to mention here. But the blitz is all over Geno Smith. Just, just letting that. Be I can't. Known. Do, I can't do Geno. The blitz was Eddie, all over Geno last Eddie's week. Maybe. They were all um, I, think, last week. I think Bob said Trevor Lawrence, though. I, I think he makes some sense as a as a cheaper guy. That's my play, Lawrence. buddy. That's I think Kirby likes him too. Yeah, I don't That's know if I'm gonna play him. I think That's Pickett's my guy. my guy if I gotta give a, a random teams for me. All right. Uh wide receiver. We got a bunch of plays here. We got the one we got one real top end play, obviously. Cooper Cup, ninety six hundred. We didn't talk about Stafford. I guess right, we can go. talk about him now. Talks, I, I gave you you aren't talking up Stafford right now. I think you can play Stafford versus Dallas D. Why not? Stafford and Cup. No one's going to play them. Because I like Dallas to win this game. 
That's why. Yeah, Cooper Rush. Then play Cooper Rush. The CD. There's good. There's good plays in this game too. Well, I don't know saying? if they're gonna. I don't know if there's gonna be a ton of points in this game though, Bob. I don't know if I like the the over either in this game. I think I like the under. Where is this? this? Game, is this a dome game? It must be right. It's yes. in. Uh, it's in LA. Yeah. Right. Who's covering Cooper Cup on Dallas? Oof. It doesn't Not matter. Come it on. doesn't matter who covers Cooper Cup. But uh, uh, San Francisco had linebackers covering him at some points uh, last game. So, I mean. They were like triple teaming him. He's going to get his no matter what. It's it's just the way McVay designs plays. He gets the ball. Like, he's going to get the ball. It's just. All right. So, it, if you have the luxury to play that. Cooper Cup, play him. But um, it's going to be tough to get up there for me for a lot of lineups. But. Um, we got to talk about uh, the Mr. Air Yards leader on the Saints. You can't – he's not the same situation now with Dalton. I'm going to check down the whole game. Michael Landry. Is out. I know. It's, it's Landry's just going to eat up and all it's those. It's also, the, the, like, the greatest matchup. So, yeah. Is Landry going to – is Landry in? He's banged up. He's he, – he, I think we're waiting on where – I think he's probably going to play, but he didn't do anything last week. I mean, Chris Olave is probably their number one, though, right? Yeah, Olave is definitely their number one. That's what I'm saying. So he's nine targets per game, 190 and a half air yards per game, one red zone target per game. Michael Thomas is out. Um, it depends. You know, you got to put your faith in uh, Andy, the, the red rifle here. I mean, the I red it. rifle can get it done a little bit. Like, he can still move the ball a little bit. Like, I don't know. He was fine last game. I, I I mean, like for fantasy, like he got Chris Olave the ball, didn't he? I think it was Jameis, wasn't it, Jameis? I thought Andy Dalton played last game. Did he really? Play? I don't even. I don't know. Now Bob's making me think. Yeah, he played the game in London. That was last week, right? Oh, I don't, yeah, that was that on the Saturday. Slate? It, it wasn't on the main Sunday. slate. That's why you're morning. so messed up with it. I have no it idea. What idea. It wasn't on the main yeah. slate. I have no idea. That's why, yeah. Olave was fine. He, he, he caught. You think you think us fathers are getting up to watch the London game now? You know. Kirk I don't know. I mean, I played we're, showdown. I don't. We're know dealing with blowies. Showdown. We're 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 wiping yeah. out blow, blowies. <laughs> we're wiping asses and changing diapers all day. All right. So Tyreek smash if he's healthy and plays. We don't know. Waddle same thing. Um, vice versa if one of them's out, yada, yada, yada. Christian Kirk, I love against Houston. I love this game to go off. Um, the the chalky guys are going to be Godwin probably against Atlanta. Atlanta 17th DVOA versus the pass. 83% snaps for Godwin last week. Uh, had a 19% target share. That was his first game back, you know. And uh, so all, to me, he's only 5,900. It's just like he's too cheap, right? Like you, I think we yeah, can all agree, I mean, he makes, uh, again, though, like I think you're going to want a Brady receiver, especially if you're not playing Lenny, unless you don't see points in this game, or unless you see the Falcons winning or controlling the, the clock and, 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 you know, trolling the line of scrimmage. Like if you see that, then I guess don't play some of these Tampa guys, but I, so I you can play, play a, everyone, right? Like you can play I'm a chalky. I need to play with some of these wide receivers. So you can play a chalky Godwin, or you can just take the alpha for 6,900, who's going to be less chalky because Godwin's eating up that, and Mike Evans, who gets all the red zone work. Yeah, I love Mike Evans. Call me I, crazy. I'm not going to argue. Call, call me crazy. I think Atlanta's I, a pass funnel too, right? Like yeah, I mean, 
I mean, Brady's going to chuck it. Uh, they they, yeah, always, they can't run the football either. That's the other thing. I mean, how many rush attempts they have last game? Like six? I know the game script went kind of away, but still. Is this they, a redemption week run for the Brady? This might be a big redemption week for Brady. Coming off the divorce. I mean, everyone's probably saying that. Everyone's probably saying that. I would definitely play a Brady receiver, though. You like Evans, that's fine. I think at the end of the day, Evans is going to be – I don't know, 12 to 15%. And I think Godwin's like 15 to 20. So, you know, just pick the one you like the most and, and run with it. But I, I think they're both good plays and, you know, yeah. Um, Some other guys. So I think AJ Brown is, is a really big, you know, I know you, you don't like that game as much as I do, but um, AJ Brown is doing so on pro football focus for their um, wide receiver cornerback um matchups brown has like the the best matchup on the slate um let me see yes actually actually Diggs has the absolute best matchup on the slate um then followed by uh, aj brown then followed by terry hill um so those guys i mean obvious monster upside there i mean Diggs for sure but it's tough to get, get up for the 8400 but you can make it happen um two subpar performances after two monster games um, has the matchup, you know, and, and kind of like a condensed, uh, target tree here with some, of the, some injuries here for Buffalo that Bobby mentioned before. Other than that, JSU said he doesn't want any part of, wait, was it you or Bobby that said you didn't want any part of Drake London? Bobby. Bobby just don't want him. I'm with Bobby though. I'm probably not going to play Drake London. I, I think I, you play him as like, as, as like, if you play Godwin and Drake, London, I just wouldn't make him your run back in Brady stacks. I would play a cheap dude like a Tyler Algier if I was to play someone in Brady Stacks or something like that. Like someone cheap who doesn't have to do a ton. Like I'm not going to spend up for a Falcon. But like, especially 15, the one that everyone's going to play. But like 5,900 isn't bad for like uh, a wide receiver one, especially with Pitts out. No, it's not bad. I just, I, I know that's naturally what everyone's yeah. route is going to be who plays Brady Stacks. So I, I'm, I'm not going to do the same thing. And that's what Bob was talking about, where he's like, if I play Brady Stacks, I might, he, he might not even run it back with anyone because he knows that everyone is going to run it back with Drake London because everyone wants a run back. And, yeah. and I, and I get that for tournaments. I, my point is, I would probably want to run back, but I, I would go with the cheaper one that's still going to be pretty low owned. And I want to spend down at running back because I think wide receiver, I, I, I'm not going to go away from this, that I think wide receiver, there's just so many good plays. I mean, Justin Jefferson is projected under 10% on this slate. I yeah. Like, uh, how do we not play Justin Jefferson at under 10% in tournaments? I, I don't know how. These wildcards are super strong. Super he strong. has to be one of the best tournament plays. He's always performed well as – as as a favorite as opposed to and he's performed extremely poor as an underdog which you would never you we would always think right right would he in the games that they're trailing oh they would go to him more but that's not the case they just in games that they uh fully are in control of they they seem to use him a ton. you know why kirkwood because they struggle when they can't get him the football hence they're not up and they're losing yeah. and that's why they that makes they sense yeah. they're literally the chicago bears without jefferson Minnesota's bad. Don't don't Here's get so, it twisted. I mean, Chicago is worse, but Minnesota is bad. Like, Minnesota's not good. 
Another receiver that I think is interesting is Darnell Mooney. I like fast guy. I like. They I don't throw fast. the ball enough, though. That's the thing. I is want, like, but but they did last G, week. My my guy Big T made a very good point. I'm not going to play Justin Fields, but he made a very good point on our show we did, and it was the Bears have played in a lot of really bad weather situations in some of these games, a lot of these games, actually. So if you, when you take that away and you get in a better weather situation, which, you know, like now I think he's going to throw more in those situations. And I also think Minnesota gets up on them. I think they're going to be able to score. And hence why I like Justin Jefferson. I also think that means we can play a run back and I want someone who can take the top off somebody who's fast because these cornerbacks are slow. They've been beat this year. Minnesota can be burned deep. And Darnell Mooney is like the perfect guy um, to, to do it. And maybe it's one of those things, too, where they just don't respect Justin Fields because they know they're not throwing the ball a ton. So they're almost like daring them to do it, daring them to let it go. And so they get more matchups, better spots where they can go one-on-one with guys like Mooney. So I think it's a good spot to take advantage um, for sure. All right. I, I love Christian Kirk. So, Kirk, the problem with last week is that Zay Jones was out and they took him out of the slot. Um, put him back in, Zay Jones back in. Uh, all systems go in this game that I expect to shoot out. And I think the easiest run back here is, well, Cooks for wide receiver. But I also like Pierce. I know uh, you guys may not be as high on him, but um, – it's going to be one of those two, right? Like in that game, if that game blows up. Yeah. I mean, it, if that game blows up, it's going to probably be one of those two guys or maybe both. I mean, it isn't an easy game stack, right? You kind of know what you want from Houston. If they're, if you, if you think they're scoring points, you kind of know where to go. It's Pierce, it's cooks. And then after that, it's your Jaguars guys. I mean, Christian Kirk, great Kirk option. Jay Jones or, or Jay Jones. Or cheap yeah i mean it, it kind of fits easy we just built it on the show right there it's the winner baby um what else cd lamb love since you like dallas i don't think i'm gonna i don't think i'm gonna play dallas offense as much i mean i don't like the i, I don't like like I'm, I'm not gonna play it where it's like a, a high scoring game but i guess you still could play cd I personally have some of these other receivers ahead of them, but I don't have like an argument, I guess, like where you can't play them. I just have other guys ahead of them, but Bobby, there's a ton you, of you low like guys. Yeah, like, that's how, that's how yeah, I look at it. There's a ton of low guys like in his range, like AJ Brown showing like similar ownership to CD, which I don't think it will last by Sunday, but or a ton not of with that total being one of the higher totals. I I don't think that'll yeah. last either but again aj brown just as a standalone play i think makes a lot of sense in tournaments at, at lower ownership i think devonta smith on the other side makes a lot of good sense in tournaments i mean he can absolutely blow up dude has a massive ceiling and we see it all the time and it would take away from aj brown obviously and if you just want a piece of philly maybe you think like me where philly's gonna score arizona's gonna bust but you want somebody from Philly, i.e. Miles Sanders from last week who exploded, right? Devonta Smith, no one's going to play him, right? I, I think he makes a lot of sense in tournaments. That mid-tier for wide receiver is very 
very interesting because I think a lot of those guys are going to be lower owned outside of like Godwin and maybe uh, I would assume Drake London probably gets some ownership too, right? All right. Uh, PFF is showing Amon Ross St. Brown actually with the second best matchup um, against the Pats here. Is he playing? Uh, yeah, he's supposed to. He was back at practice today. Supposedly uh, he's going to be playing. Yeah, like What's his price tag? Seventy six hundred. No ownership. I mean, that's an easy, easy run back with if you want to, if you want to do like a, just a, a skinny a one, uh, whichever running back you pick on the the Patriots. Yeah, Ramondre and and Amonra. Yep. Yeah, I could get on board. All right, throw out your the last couple favorites because I'm already getting texts from the next room over saying, "Are you done yet? Are you done yet?" <laughs> I think you hit on a bunch of – like, I think Kirk's a really good play. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I like, is a run back. A.J. Brown, those are wide receivers. I'm talking. Jefferson in the – Jefferson, I'm glad you guys pointed out that Jefferson does it in games when they're favored because I probably wasn't going to play Jefferson, but now I'm definitely going to play Jefferson. Uh, Devontae Smith I thought was a really good call by UJSU. Um, Garrett Wilson in that Miami Jets game, I think I like Garrett Wilson a little bit. Yeah, just I I can't. So you look through with Zach Wilson, and he's like he he spread it around last week yeah. with Crowder, with Elijah Moore. It's like Corey Davis. He likes yeah, Corey Davis. Corey Davis too. is his guy. Yeah. So it's like there's like li- literally like a five of them now, five spots. Like Brees Hall. So I I don't know. I like I want Garrett Wilson. Like that was my first thought too, and then I started looking in. I'm like, oh. I think Jets receivers. Like if you have a strong take on one of them, maybe you MME and you get like a piece of like two of them. If you have like a strong feel on like one or two of them, and you go with it, it's more like an MME play where like you're not playing one lineup because it is tough to decide between those three. I agree with Bob. Like I think Garrett Wilson eventually will just be the guy. He's a stud, dude. Man, he, Zach Wilson does like Corey Davis. He yeah. does like more. We see, we saw them both a little more involved. Like, it's tough to just pick one if you have one lineup, right? And you want a Jets receiver. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Are we? Uh, is God? I think the chalk, one receiver, obviously. And, yeah, he's going to be chalk. He's going to be I think, I think I him think and Drake London are going to both be very chalky because they're in the game that people want to stack, and they're both in that mid-tier price range for you know good players, obviously. So I think the one guy that he is projected right now for like 1%, we talked about him last week and do went over 100 yards, George Pickens, Kenny Pickett loves him. They're going to be playing from behind. Dude's not going to be owned. He's still really cheap. I think he's a really good play in tournaments. I think he's a great run back. And how many uh, targets think, did he get last week? Um, let me tell you. I know targeted, he had over a hundred yards, but yeah. he he definitely was targeted. Let's see here. He had eight targets, uh, six receptions for 102 yards. Um, like no that. touchdowns, obviously, but yeah, yeah, he had a solid game. All right, let's move on over to tight end. We got to speed this thing up. Uh, we don't have the massive high end guys. We don't have Andrews. We don't have Kelsey this week. So it's kind of funny. So the chalky, chalkiest guy is going to be Higby, and he's earned it. He's third in target share, uh, 24% target share amongst tight ends. He's first in targets, 38 targets on the season. He's third in targets per game. 
for tight ends. He's run the third most routes of any tight end. Um, and as of for pro football focus has him as the fifth, I mean, the fifth best tight end matchup. Um, so, and he's 4,300, which is fine. Dallas. I mean, he's, he's clearly like the safety valve now is what was obvious to me in their, their last game, right? Like it was Allen Robinson must just be dust. I, I don't, he has to be dust, right? He can't get any set. He, he couldn't get separation from head chopper probably. No. <laughs> Yeah, doing? I mean, we, we, we can stop talking about Allen Robinson. Yeah. See, Kirkwood, you blame us, but, man, I think you got to speed it up a little bit on your end. I think I think you're at fault a little I didn't bit. blame you. I just said we got to move it on. I, that was – I just I don't know, Bobby. Did you feel like he was kind of blaming us? I felt a little us? rushed. I felt a little rushed, I will say. Oh, you saying. wanted more time on wide receiver? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. tight end will be easy because I think tight end really is kind of simple on this slate. If you don't play Devonta Smith or AJ Brown, I think Dallas Goddard, like Kirkwood said, does make sense. He's still too cheap. Like 4,700 is still too cheap. Um, I'm not going to play Tyler Higby chalk, but that's just, I, I don't want to play him. I get the play though. He gets the volume and everything like that. I'm just going to go elsewhere. I think you could stick in that game. Uh, if you want to play, you know, Dalton Schultz at 3,400, he's cheap. But uh, I like Bobby's call with the Buffalo kid, Quentin Morris. I'm pretty sure is his name, Bobby. Um, I think that's his name. Or, yeah, Quentin yeah. Morris. Sweeney's there too. But 2,600, and it looks like he's the guy that they're a little more confident in and has been playing. And he's 2,600 in your Josh Allen stacks. He he seems cheap. And then my boy, Fryermuth. I'll just keep saying it, but I think Pat Fryermuth, I think he's going to get a healthy dose of targets in a trailing script and i like some of these Steelers guys i think they're good tournament plays at lower ownership and uh yeah get them while they're they're low because i think at a certain point people are going to catch on that uh kenny pickett likes that tight end spot what about uh njoku i can get on board with njoku i'd be fine with him he's still cheap seventh in target share among tight ends had two massive games um, it's a tough matchup. You know the the Chargers look pretty good against the tight end, um, but uh, I, he's I don't just know. talented, though, right? Yeah. Like it's he's like just talented. Like all of these guys are kind of the same. The thing I like about Goddard, so Goddard, so Arizona second worst in fantasy points allowed to tight end. Again, uh, he leads the league with 13 yards after the catch, um, and uh, like I said, he's got the the fourth best matchup for tight ends as a pro per pro football focus. Um, and then, you know, I, I might play some Ertz too, just a little, little Ertz. I, I'm a revenge guy, so I can't pass up a revenge spot. So I know he's dust, but just, just find him in the end zone. He gets the red zone targets, so I can do that. I don't know. A tight end just absolutely blows this week, kind of. It's the way I'm looking at it. I like the Ertz I, I mean, I, I kind of like when tight end, there's no, like, none of the studs, because I always get – like – I always want to play the studs, but then I don't end up having as much as I, I should. And then I, I like it when it's it's kind of like this, where 5,200, that's the highest. And, you, you know, everyone's kind of playing from the same price point. I, I, I kind of like it. Should we talk about, like, Higby being 25% plus owned? And if we're going to actually I mean, I already it. talked about it. I'm, I, I'm not playing him just because yeah. I, I do think he gets that ownership. 
from everyone seeing the volume that he's getting. And I just see a ton of other pivots. We just talked about a few of them. Schultz right seems the like a really good pivot at three, four in that same game. I would, I'd be interested in him. Hawkinson, people aren't going to play Hawkinson after having the 40 point week. My argument would just be like the Pats can't stop tight ends. Like, I don't mind. I didn't play Hawkinson last week. It didn't kill me that I didn't play him. So, as crazy yeah. as that sounds, I don't Pat, mind playing him versus the Pats. Pats 25th DVOA versus tight ends. They have allowed the most tight end uh, touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, um, I think Goddard's a good play. Fryermuth. Kate Otten for uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks is going to be someone who people are going to go to. In the same like lens as Morris, who's they're both very cheap. He's twenty five hundred. He's attached to Brady. I think these are all like plays that you could consider. Kirky hit on Hertz. Nice little revenge there. Uh, it's pretty much it for me though. There's definitely some plays. Uh, honestly, and- tight end isn't as bad as like I I, I thought it was uh, as we start talking about it. I think there's and you solid you mentioned plays. Kittle in the beginning of the show, right? Is that is that you? Yeah, yeah, you could play Kittle, I think. The problem with Kittle is I just don't trust Carolina to put up points, but Bob was talking about McCaffrey, and I think it makes sense for someone like Bob, if you're going to be heavy on McCaffrey, to play, you know, Debo Kittle, a Debo. Yeah, yeah if, especially if you're not playing Jeff Wilson, you know, because you want, honestly, you want points. You want McCaffrey to have to kind of come from behind and, and score and, Look at what he's doing. A lot of fourth quarter points for McCaffrey. So you kind of want that type of script for him. Yeah, 100%. All right. Let's uh, close it out with the Bobby Gomes defensive segment of the show. Bobby, take it away. Take it away. So I'm not as prepared on defense this week. I wasn't prepared last week either, but we got there. We got home versus JSU. I 5X and he 3X. The the cop-out answer. Do you hear this guy? I wasn't (laughs) ready. Kirkwood, and then I still got it home over still JSU, got it home. but he wasn't ready. So this dude, he I, friggin' tells the people that he didn't of, actually fully prepare, but then how he still got it done over JSU, even and though yet he, didn't he scored fantasy points than you, your squad. That's the crazy thing. That's all I know. My team had ten. His team had seven. Winner. That's all. Yours I know. was thirty five hundred, and mine was twenty three hundred. Nope, that's right. not what I, I'm seeing. Whatever. I feel like the scale's being tilted. Gold posts are being widened. It seemed like it was me at the top, <laughs> but now I'm starting to think it's JSU and Kirk. All right, Cowboys defense is going to be very chalky. JSU will probably pick them as his favorite defense, uh, which I don't I, – I get if you want to play Yeah, the but they're, I don't think they'll be very chalky. I disagree with the chalky thing. I don't why, know. I, think I, think I think it's going to be pretty spread out this week. What's the Cowboys? The Rams price? still the Rams still scare people. I mean, I guess twenty five hundred. Maybe they twenty five hundred. It's the price. They're gonna. They're be, gonna be yeah. like the cash. They're gonna be the cash. They're gonna be the cash game D for sure. Bob might be right. They might be very popular. They're they gonna be, be popular, right. man. Go and see are they gonna be the Bengals popular, Bob? Are they gonna be? Are they gonna be Bengals popular though? Cincinnati. When's what were what was Bengals popular? You know, like. What was it? Two or three weeks ago when they played? Uh, it was Dallas. What was it? Two weeks, three weeks ago? No, they're not going to be Bengals. Pro- they're not going to be Bengals popular. No, no. Okay. They're going to be All like. Right. They're going to be the cash game defense. It looks like. Okay. Right, here you go. Here's the defensive segment, stolen from Establish the Run. Um, 
the, the <laughs> defensive line mismatches. Uh, the Bills have the greatest mismatch against the Steelers. Wow, it didn't didn't take much to figure that one out. But they're 4,100. 49ers have the next uh, greatest defensive matchup. Um, they are uh, playing the Panthers. Um, what are how much are the 49ers? They're 3,800. Um, next would be Philly. I could see JSU playing some Philly because uh, against uh, Arizona, who we, 30 to 10. If if you know the game's gonna be 30 to 10, then you should like that that the Eagles D. But 3,500 uh, is the problem there, right? I think that Kirkwood needs to stop stealing my my defensive takes before I go because yes, my defensive take is not the Cowboys, even though I do like the Cowboys at. I mean, at 2,500, I mean, what is DraftKings doing putting the Cowboys defense at 2,500? But the Eagles defense against Kyler Murray in his house, I like it. No one's going to play him. They're 3,500. On top of that, no one wants to spend up for this defense. But my God, has there been a better defense? I'm playing the Eagles at 3,500, definitely. They're going to be one of my top defenses. I'm going to get leverage on that game the way I think it plays out. And again, it's more just about how you see the game going. And if I, I you don't see the go- game going the way I see it, you should not play them. But I got to stop this immediately. I got to stop this immediately. Stop it. We, you could stop there are, it. There are three of us who live in New England, right? Mm-hmm. The Patriots yes. are 2,900. Their defense playing, sucks, though. Playing Jared Goff <laughs> in his first game outside this season. I was looking now I do like the under in that game. So I'm not opposed to these defenses. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't All know. Right. about the, I'm so confused on defense. Maybe the, uh, Bob, this was your segment. Was clear to me now. Kirkwood just, <laughs> just took over <laughs> and Kirkwood's gone. I don't know where. No, no. Went. I was I trying to show my phone. It says, can you wrap it up, please? <laughs> it's it's uh, more. <laughs> I'm going on right. uh, Eagles D as, as well. All right. That's our show. That's week five. Oh, we got to give our top stacks for single entry. I'm going to start it off because we got to. No, 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 no. Uh, all right. You can start it off there. Mine's going to be Trevor Lawrence going to Christian Kirk, coming back with Brandon Cooks. I may even make it a double and throw Zay Jones in there with him. And uh, I can throw Pierce back if I wanted to and just do a, do a full game stack. But that's, that's my single entry team this week. Um, now, uh, Bobby or JSU, take it away for yours. JSU, you can take it away because Kirkwood stole mine. So. Oh, okay. He stole yours. All right. Well, mine is going to be uh, for Millie Makers, and I like Kenny Pickett for the Millie Maker. I think Kenny Pickett stacks for the Millie Maker is very interesting. You can stack them up with Pat Fryermuth and or George Pickens. Very simple, cheap stack. Get it in there, and then you can play – Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, whoever you want with it. I really like that for tournaments. So uh, that will be my one stack for GPPs. Bobby, wrap us up. Yeah, I'm going to go Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. No run back as of right now. Oh, Hollywood. You can do Hollywood. No. You can do Rondell then. Or then do Hurts. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and the Eagles defense. No run back. Come on, oh, I can't play the Eagles D if I'm playing that stack. You can I, do I it. On... All right, last for the show, JSU, grab that uh, uh, Buffalo chicken sub. Let's, yeah, take, take, a a bite, Let's take a peek at this bad boy. Do we need a rating? You got to give it a score. I got to give it a score. I get it like every Friday.
New segment, JSU does his sub reviews. I'm starving. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can. I mean, one bite, um, everyone knows the rules. Yeah, yeah. Is this, we're stealing that That's segment? That's what we're now. doing, yeah. Get it up. Get it up towards the count. Is, up a little high. Oh, yeah, you guys see little, it? Yeah, open good. it up a little. Open it up a little. I like the shredded lettuce. Shredded yeah, lettuce. Like what do you got? So did you just do uh, blue cheese in there or? And pickles, and no blue cheese, pickles, ranch, um, uh, a little ranch, and uh, shredded lettuce, buffalo chicken. No cheese, no cheese. People know I, I'm not a cheese person, but All right, show us no open cheese the half. on a, open the half. No open cheese. The half. Are you kidding me? I, no, I'm no, trying no. my best. There's a lot of lettuce on this thing. Take a bite. I, you I, take, take a bite. I like. All right, get us out. Wrap us. I feel up like Pirates of the Caribbean when they're eating and he can't eat, and he's just like, <laughs> there it is. There she is. There Attaboy. she is. Now give what a Ric Flair woo and let's call it a show. What do we get first? Right? And get us the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. This is that's been the week five RG Run Pure Sports collaboration show tournament takes podcast week five edition. We'll catch you again next week for week six. Thank you.